Hey, I'm Nikki. And I'm Nicole. Welcome to Nikki Squared, where we talk about books. And all the stuff that's crazy going on in our lives. So pour yourself a glass of wine and enjoy the show. <coughs> hey, Nikki. Hey, how are you? I'm okay. I'm just really, really exhausted. Are you? Yeah, this time, this COVID really kicked my ass. Did it? And then being sick for like two weeks sucked too. I was going to say, are you still sick? No, I'm just trying to recover from COVID. I'm just really, really tired. Yeah, you sound tired. Hey I there. have brain fog. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Nicole, this is Ani, right? You said like Connie without the yeah. C's? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so welcome to our podcast. We're, we're recording, but this, we can just talk amongst ourselves for the moment. Um, so thank you for coming on. I'm, have been so excited about this episode because I was reading your, uh, website and, uh, stressed out moms who need to re take their life or whatever it said on there. I'm like, yes. oh my God, <laughs> that is me. <laughs> so I've been super excited. Thank you so much for providing that link to the um, self-care, beginner self-care steps. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear us? Where okay? are you guys? Yeah. Yeah. I can hear you. Can you hear, okay. you can hear me? Uh-huh. Yep. Nicole, you good? Yep. I'm good. Um, I, Nick, I'm Nikki and I'm actually in Indiana. Nicole is in Ohio. Okay. Okay. And where are you? Are you in Florida? I'm, I'm in Montana. Oh, Ooh, I, I, I used to handle Montana. Oh yeah, I didn't know where it was before. Like I met my husband. Oh really? <laughs> I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. Like I knew the colonies. You know, yeah, beyond yeah. that, it was kind of got fuzzy. We actually went out west a couple of a couple of years ago, Wyoming and all of those places, okay. and we up in the Yellowstone and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're about yeah. three hours from Yellowstone. Is it absolutely gorgeous there? Um, it is, except it's much prettier on the western side of the state, and I'm kind of like the southeastern. But okay. when we travel to the west, it's it's so like I'm always with my phone taking pictures. Yeah. Are you in Billings or are you in Yes? Um... Yep. That's exactly okay. where I am. I'm in Billings. Yeah, I used to handle Montana claims, and the walls in Montana are just insane. And I used to handle Pennsylvania claims, and Pennsylvania laws for automobiles <laughs> are insane, too. Are you from, like, the eastern side of Pennsylvania? or what? Um... Yes, I'm from, yeah, Philadelphia. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Been there before. It's, it's a big culture shock. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm mm-hmm. sure. That's wild. So, um, um, Ani, how do you have any like? Uh, what should I use when I introduce you? Like, do you are you're a therapist? Is that right? Yeah. So I am a life like a life coach and a licensed therapist. Okay. Oh boy, you're gonna totally be like, what's wrong with Nicole? She's no, I'm not in the membrane. <laughs> <laughs> She's and kind he, of obsession. 
And you are with Moms Without Capes, is that right? Yep, that's my company's name. Yes, my business name. Oh, that's so cool. Okay, so we will go ahead. uh, I'll get the show started. Nicole and I will probably ramble for a minute because she was not on the episode last week. Um, And then I will bring you on and then we will get started. Okay, sounds good. All right, so we'll take a brief pause and then we will get started. Welcome back to another episode of Nikki Squared. Nicole, how are you? You were gone last week. We missed you. I'm I'm recovering, but I'm okay. I feel like I've been sick forever. So you're recovering now? Yeah. Yeah. This time it hit me like a ton of bricks. Well, we're glad you're back. Um, You missed a good episode last week. We talked. I had one of my friends on the episode and we talked about a couple of books that we have been reading Um, And it was actually a good episode. I don't know if you listened, um, but it was really good. We did a couple of book reviews. I have not. Okay. Well, you should. Um, But, you know, I've been very excited about this, uh, this episode specifically for this season, because I think most of the people who listen to our podcast, well, I know, are mostly women. Um, I don't know, obviously, how many of them are mothers, but I don't know that that really plays a whole big role. Um, I just feel like women always have a lot on their shoulders, no matter what. And so everyone can, we have uh, a licensed therapist, and she is also a life coach. And her name is Ani, and she is with her, her business is Mom Without Cape. So thank you so much, Ani, for joining us this week. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Hi, welcome. Thanks. Thanks. So tell us a little bit about what you do with your company, if you don't mind. Sure. So, yep, as you mentioned, I am a licensed therapist here in the state of Montana, and I'm also a health coach or I've evolved into a life coach, and I also have six kids. So, um. I have taken that, um, like my education, my experience, you know, being a mom and I have molded that all into my business, which is moms without capes. And it's all about helping super moms. So like typically, um, moms who just have so much on their plate that they're not making time for themselves. I help them reclaim their sense of self and, really dive into like exploring who they are beyond their role as a parent, a partner, and a professional. Well, I don't know about you, Nicole, but that sounds like something I think that everyone can benefit from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous because I'm like, if I talk, I am totally 100% going to be like, oh my God. She must think I'm an OCD freak. Oh my goodness. She must <laughs> think I have a lot of like ADHD running through my veins. And oh my gosh. I promise. No diagnosing today. No diagnosing. <laughs> okay. I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have an obsessive compulsive disorder just by, you know, talking about this? But no, I'm all good. I'm excited about this. I'm excited to hear about self care. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a big piece of what I, um, I talk about like, I've got a Facebook group, I've got, you know, a lot of resources, and I've got my own podcast. And a lot of it surrounds um, self care, self discovery and self love. And really, um, 
really like becoming yourself again and creating that life that you want to be living. So self-care is a huge part of what I talk about in all of my, all of my things. What kind of, uh, kind of self-love and self-care do you recommend? What about for like a single mom? Yeah. So, <laughs> so do you want to just dive in and I'll start talking about self-care or? Oh, go yeah. for it. I'm ready. I'm yeah. Ready. Like I feel yeah. like, because self-care, I feel like get, has gotten like a bad rep almost. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's, I also it's agree. So, yeah. It's so, um, like society places it like, you know, massages and manicures and like all of these things that like could be very luxurious, but like aren't really taking care of your wellness. They're just right. almost like band-aids, like putting a band-aid on it and calling it self-care. And really, I, you know, when I say self-care, what I mean are like those intentional actions that you're doing to restore yourself and to like provide yourself like with what you need. So really asking yourself, like, what do I need and how can I provide that to me, to myself? Um, and I talk about the, like the five pillars. I base self-care on the five pillars of self-care okay. and that is taking care of your, your physical self, your emotional and mental self, your, um, spiritual self, intellectual and social. So really taking care of like those five buckets and, and making sure, because it's not just about, you know, going to the gym or getting manicures or pedicures or like massages. It's so much, it can include that, but it's so much more than that. And it's things that we can do. Um, I, I always ask moms, like I always ask my clients or even, I even ask moms when I'm riding an Uber. Like, <laughs> like if, if I find out that our driver is a, is a mom. I'm always so curious, like, what do you do for self-care? And I ask some other, like, what, what do you do for fun? That's always a, a great question to ask too, because it's really eye-opening to see, like, do you make time for yourself? And more often than not, the answer is no. Yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of times too, like, you're like, what do you do for fun? And some people are like, they can't answer that question. Really. I can I can. I like to shut, even though I'm an extrovert, I still like that time to shut myself in a door in, in a room and just stare at the TV. <laughs> like just blankly watching. Do like feel- you don't- no, I, I, my feel good is the Bravo channel and I have to watch the drama and it's like, oh, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> So when you're done watching that, do you feel restored? Like, do you feel like your energy has been replenished? Or do you feel that more feel on like, like that relaxed side, like where you feel like you're not very motivated to do things afterwards? I, I, because I'm such a busy person throughout the day, it's like, I don't get a time for myself. And so what I do is I shut myself to the world and I just turn on the TV, watch mindless TV. And then I feel like I am, I'm relaxed and I can go ahead. If it's nighttime, I can go ahead and go straight to bed and, and sleep really good. Or if, or I get motivated to go out and hang out with my friends. Sure. Um, so I just, I just it sounds like it started with. Well, it sounds like it starts with asking yourself, like, what do I need right now? What, and, and giving yourself that because so often, especially moms, will just kind of 
barrel through the day doing all the things, taking care of everyone and everything else. Yeah. And they will stop to ask themselves, like, am I, what am I doing for myself? Because you can only pour out so much. And yeah. at that point, if you're pouring out more than you have, more than you're replenishing yourself, you're going to reach that point of burnout. Yeah. And you're going to feel irritable. You're going to be dealing with like anxiety, possible depression. So self-care is really part of that prevention mm -hmm. to prevent yourself from getting to that point of burnout. Because when you're burnt out, you're not of no good to anyone. And so self-care is really the greatest gift that you can give your loved ones. Yeah. And um, one great thing about my job, they get, they gave us like, um, if you signed up, I forget how I did it, but anyways, I now have the free calm app and that yeah. app is amazing and the work pays for the subscription. It might be like a year's worth, but it's amazing. What is it? The, oh, the one that makes like the babbling brook sound or something calm it's got all sorts of stuff on there it's got meditation it has like guided meditations and stuff right oh okay. yeah okay yeah and you can get like sounds on there like thundering and lightning i like that i go to sleep with that mm -hmm. it's so great and i saw uh, i was browsing through and to anyone who's listening um ani has provided us with a link for her website that will Perfect. give you um a downloadable copy of like beginner is it beginner self-care is that what is that what you're calling it yes um, it's like 15 self-care practices you can do in under 15 minutes and they are all they all fall under those five pillars and they're all mm -hmm. things that you can do at home like that are oh. that are free close to it but that you can do at home because time seems to be the number one reason moms give for not having time or not right. practicing self-care because they just don't have time. And I also found that it was deeper than that, which is why I touch on the self-love piece, because we, we make time for things that we think are important. And when we're not seeing ourselves as important, we put ourselves to the bottom of the to-do list. And so that's why correct. I focus a lot on that self-love piece. Because yes, sure, we say that we don't have time, but yet we are making time for other things. So we really need to tackle the self-love piece in order to make to feel that we're important enough or that we matter enough to make time for. Yeah. And when I was browsing through it earlier today, <laughs> and I don't know if, if this says what it says about me or what I need in my life at the moment, but I saw, <laughs> I could have swore I saw in there, have a glass of wine, but as I'm looking through it, it's to have a drink, a glass of water. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, do I need a glass of wine or do like, do I really need some more water in my life? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I need both. And it goes back to asking yourself what you need, which is so essential. Yeah. I think for me, um, you know, I, I do have a hard time answering that question for myself. I know things that I like to do. Like I, Nicole and I talk about this a ton. We love going to concerts. We love listening to music. We, you know, we, we, we read. I'm an, I'm an author, so I write a lot. And so those are a lot of things that I like to do um, that I don't necessarily get to do as often as I, you know, would like. Right. Right. I just need a vacation. 
<laughs> but you've got to find a way to replenish yourself in between those vacations because yes. vacations are great. And yeah, I need to be good for I'm, the soul. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we're both we're both like all three of us are basically in snowball heaven. And I'm yes. I don't know about you. <laughs> I'm just sick of looking at the snow. I need a vacation. And I think if I had a beach vacation, I would rejuvenate. So, I just got back from Hawaii. So. Oh, my God. Oh. Yeah, we did a big trip in January. Um, there was 13 of us. And we took for my in-laws 50th anniversary. We all went. So we took all the kids. And it was it was really good. But it was a much needed I always try to say, usually I go to Florida about February or March. It's just when that time when I'm like, I got to get out of the snow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Where did yeah. you go in Hawaii? We went to the big island. We went to oh, okay. Kona. Like yeah. Kailua, Kona. I still don't even know how to pronounce it. I think Kailua, Kona. <laughs> <laughs> the so whole time quick... we just called it Kona. Yeah. So a quick side story. I used to work for... RCI, which is, I don't know if you have heard of it, but it's a timeshare exchange company. Okay. And anytime someone wanted to go to Oahu, like one of the little disclaimers we had to read out were that there are wild chickens running around the island and you have to be okay with that. There were. Yes. (laughs) There was on the big island too. We, I forgot about them. Yeah. yeah, that was that was one of the things that was really weird. There's wild chickens everywhere. Yeah, and I just <laughs> I, I don't remember hardly anything about the job, but I remember having to tell people, okay, if you're going here, just know that there's going to be wild chickens running around everywhere. That's Which funny. Yeah, I didn't realize they were on like on a lot because we were on the big island. Yeah. That they were like just native to Hawaii in general or that they are wild. I don't know. I don't think any animal's native there, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they were on any other island. We just we were just required to tell them about uh Oahu. I didn't know about the others, but yeah. that's that's funny. <laughs> did you surf? I did. My, my I took um surf lessons with my 16-year-old twins and I realized Aww. how old I am and out of shape. <laughs> I'm like like I I thought that I'd do a lot better because I took I like 10 years ago I was in much better shape and I took lessons when we were in La Jolla Beach in California and uh-huh. I got up a few times and I, I I loved it and so I decided to do it again while we were here and my 16 year olds were amazing like they jumped up right away and I'm like oh my gosh my back my neck yeah I'll try it again I know that it was it was fun when I did it before and I had fun did, it was I was gonna say fun. did you have fun though yeah it was still that's fun. all that matters yeah <laughs> I, I I will have to say that is one state I have not been to and it's on my bucket list and when I was in the army mm-hmm. I tried to get stationed there and that place it's like very hard to get stationed there but I heard like they sell like they love spam out there and I heard like you can get spam at McDonald's and all that and I'm like interesting when we were moving when we were moving to Montana we stopped at the spam museum in Minneapolis it was amazing like I don't we like never really ate spam but we were like oh this is like such a tourist trap and we stopped there and we still talk about it but that's what they said about how Hawaii is like the most like the biggest consumers of spam (laughs) 
Yeah. And it was. It was on menus and stuff there. That's crazy. I did not know that. <laughs> oh, wow. So, okay. So you have the five pillars for self-care. Um, what would you say for, um, you know, just like doing stuff for your mental health? Sure. So for your mental health, this includes like things that are going to help you get in touch with your feelings, with your thoughts. It's so interconnected. So quite a bit of like journaling, counseling. Mm -hmm. Counseling is an emotional, is an act of emotional self-care. Um, let me think. I don't have my list in front of me, so I'm trying to think off. That's okay. No, Other yeah, things that okay. would include, I mean, anything that is going to really get you in touch with your, your thoughts. So maybe even sitting in silence, meditation is a okay. great way. A lot of these things with the pillars can actually intersect or like th different actions or different things can count as more than one pillar. So they overlap. So say you decide to go like forest bathing or like a walk in the woods with your, with, with a, a close friend, right? Mm -hmm. This can count as physical self-care because you're, you're taking care of your body. It can count as that emotional, mental self-care because there's such a connection between exercise or moving and your mental health and improved mental health. So you're also... That's spiritual self-care right there because you're connecting with the wider universe and you really feel like feeding your soul. It can also count as intellectual self-care, especially if you are having an engaging con conversation with that person. And then, of course, it counts for social self-care. So it doesn't it's not in a bubble. Self-care also doesn't have to be done alone. It doesn't have to be done by yourself. You can practice self-care with your family. You can practice self-care with your friends. Like you, it doesn't have to be done in a bubble by yourself or in a vacuum. So that in that mental health, like taking care of your mental health, of course, I'm a bit biased being like the therapist and in the mental health field. But as we've seen in the pandemic, like it is so essential and so important to be able to, you know, recognize when you're not doing well, but also those habits and all of those actions and, and things that you do to, to improve your mental health, make sure that you are taking care of it. Okay. So Ani, so for any of our listeners who are like, this is all, it sounds great. It sounds wonderful, but I just don't know how to carve out any time in my day to, you know, so yeah, I'm asking you that I would ask that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do I do that? <laughs> well, one, you can download the list. It's like under 15 minutes, kind of just as to get you started, to kind of get you inspired. Um, I always recommend looking at your bookends. And what I mean by that is your mornings and nights and your weekends. So like the bookends of your day and the bookends of your week are probably the prime um, times or locations in your schedule, that would be a good place to start and okay. start small. Don't think like you're going to try like 20 different practices and get them all going in the same week. Just try just one thing, set some alarms on your phone. We all carry around our phone and use it to your advantage so that it serves you set some alarms during the day and Maybe you want to put like as the title of your alarm, like self-check-in 
and just checking in with yourself alarm goes off at two like 155 and you're like how am i feeling right now what do i need like do i need am i feeling thirsty like we'll go back to that drink of water like am i feeling thirsty do i need to stretch maybe you need to get outside and just take some deep breaths so just checking in with yourself because like i said we barrel through the day and we often don't stop to see what it is that we need and then we feel completely exhausted and drained like we're like we're drowning so using those bookends like maybe the five minutes after you wake up fit in some stretches maybe some meditation maybe just sitting in silence or at the end of the day maybe you want to do some journaling or maybe you want to phone a friend Maybe somebody that you haven't talked to in a while that you know gives you some positive energy. Also, which on that note, removing yourself from toxic people, from the energy vampires, right? Yeah. Like making sure that you're surrounding yourself with people that you feel good about, even on social media, like unfollowing those people that you feel worse when you get offline. Yeah. And and really just being more intentional about who and what you're doing right who who you're surrounding yourself and what you're doing that makes sense because I know like I get through the day and I'm like what on earth did I do today and then you know thinking about how to fit something else in there I'm like I wouldn't even know how to start to do that but and I was actually just talking about this the other day with with a friend and we were saying um the the same thing like how like the my days are so packed. How can I even think about fitting one more thing in? Like self-care is almost sold to us as like this, these other things that have to be done on top of all of the other things that are calling for our attention. And so it can be, it can be even more overwhelming. It can add to our overwhelm if we're thinking of it in that way. But the thing is, it's like a catch 22. Like when you start doing these practices and really becoming intentional about making sure you're taking care of yourself, you become more energized, more productive. You are less likely to get sick because your immune system is getting strengthened and you're able to get more done. Like, so those areas, and you start learning that it's okay not to get all of this done, like letting go of the things that are keeping you in that cycle of overwhelm, like that perpetual overwhelm. A lot of the things that I deal with in like my coaching programs and everything is, so I forgot to mention that my background as a therapist is cognitive behavioral therapy. So I take a lot of the things that I do in my counseling hat and I bring it into my coaching hat. Um, So I have like some workshops and like different programs and things that I, I talk a lot about this. So One of the number, like one of the things that keep moms in that perpetual state of overwhelm is thinking they have to do it all. Are like unrealistic expectations, the unrealistic expectations that keep us stuck. And perfectionism, people pleasing. These are all things that we need to deal with in order to make more time for ourselves, in order to set boundaries. Which oh is a God, whole other podcast episode. But oh my God, you sound just like me. I mean, yes. I, people pleaser. I don't. Yeah. Yo. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and these are things. I, the reason I, I mean, my experience. I said like my experience as a therapist and a coach, but it's also my experience 
as a mom, like, cause for right. years I was stuck in that. Like, I felt like I had to do it all. And I was still, I can, I constantly felt like I was failing. Like I was inadequate because the more I tried to do it all, the more I realized I couldn't. Yeah. And, and I felt such extreme guilt and shame around the fact like that I, I wanted a break. Like you said, like, I just wanted a vacation. Like, and I felt like I couldn't because to me, like being a good mom, like how could I be a good mom and like actually want to take a break from my kids? Like I should want to be around them 24 <laughs> seven. So like right. it really took me examining my expectations in order for me to let them go, in order for me to shift them in a way that's going to serve me and allow me to have time to practice self-care or have time to pursue my passions, things like that, where I would have never done that in the past because I would have felt like no, all of my, I have to do it all for my kids and yeah. it wasn't serving, it wasn't serving them. It wasn't serving me. Like my relationships struggle, suffered because of that. You can definitely tell when someone is like super stressed out and they're not engaged with you, no. especially if it's your kids and like, and then at the end of the day, like you said, you feel guilty um, because you want, you hope that they don't see that you're lagging because you don't want them to lag yeah. and yet. Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. We put so much pressure yeah. on ourselves. We do. We really do. We we hardly ever give ourselves credit for all that we do. That that's good for us and good for others and good for the earth. And like, we really need to stop and give ourselves credit. Yeah. So uh, I see that you have um, Moms Without Capes Facebook group. And so if someone were to join that, like, what kind of what kind of goings on happens in the, in the Facebook okay. group? What can they expect? Yeah. <laughs> so yes, I'm joining a group. I have a lot of fun things that happen in there. We do a challenge about every two months. Um, I've done self-care challenges. We just got finished a claim your me time challenge where I walked through different permissions that we have to give ourselves in order to create that, in order to carve out time for ourselves. Yeah. Um, we do, I do a Facebook live every single week. I stopped at the end of December, but I was doing it for three years. So I just took a little break and yeah. I was like, I miss it. So now I'm back. So as of this recording, we're on week two of, of returning to Facebook lives every week. Awesome. Um, I do a, a free book club that oh, no, okay. no membership required. Like you just have to belong to, to the Moms Without Capes Facebook group. And we meet every, about every six weeks. So you get that connection and intellectual self-care. We um, have done a, a few different books. So that was that's something that's new and fun. And really just lots of posts, um, lots of prompts that help you engage in self-discovery and connecting with other moms, other super moms who are also working on realizing that they matter and that they're worthy of prioritizing. So you meet like via Zoom or something? We do. Yeah. What okay. The book club meets via Zoom. The challenge we do um, live in the group. I do like a VIP where you can come into the Zoom room with me. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I do different events. Like, I've got a sleep workshop that's coming up. Um, oh. All on sleep because sleep is, like, pivotal to self-care. Like, yeah. it's so important. And so for moms who can't catch a good night's sleep, I'm offering a workshop. I just did a, a workshop on stress a few weeks mm -hmm. ago. So I'm always offering different different things that I know that that moms need. 
I might need to join this group because my yeah, sleep is very active. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm already on Facebook right now looking for it. Mom. <laughs> yeah, so it's Moms Without Capes, correct? Moms Without Capes. Yep, yep. It's time to take off our super mom cape. Fight that super mom syndrome and, and learn that it's okay to take a break. Oh, that was okay. like when I, I was like playing around with taglines. I'm like, for moms who desperately need a break but refuse to take one. Yeah, like- <laughs> I just yeah, I just like when I saw that you, uh, you know, you posting about wanting to be a guest. I'm like, I just feel like the demographic of our listeners. This would be so beneficial, it, not only for them but for me as well. Uh, you've you've helped me a lot just on this little 30 minute recording we've had already. So. Good. Yeah, so yeah, I'm so like, I appreciate oh, you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I also <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> so I also uh, I see that you have the momswithoutcapes.com. That is your website, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so when someone visits your website, can they like sign up to to speak with you, or what can what can they do with your website? Um. I've never had this question before. <laughs> what can oh. you do on my website? So, I mean, there's different resources. Like I okay. mentioned, I have a podcast. So okay. you can, you know, you can listen to the podcast. If you want to work directly with me, then I would say go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash love yourself. And okay. you can schedule a time. You schedule a time to call, like to, okay. to do a call with me and we can chat about how I can best serve you. And that might okay. be through my one-on-one program. It might be through some of the other ways that I have. So um, yeah, but I would say my your first step is definitely to join my Facebook group if you're on Facebook. But okay. if you want to schedule a call, I am absolutely totally up to that. So, Okay, so it says, what or who inspired you to join this on Moms Without Caves community. Well, I'm currently <laughs> a podcast. I'm the one that does this at this point. I'm a one woman show. So I, I get. <laughs> so, so you. So you're saying you. Yes. You can just. <laughs> I'm going to put. Well, do it a co- podcast. And if you want to get on my email list and get a li- that list, like it's actually the same list that I am providing to your listeners, you can go ahead and put your email address. I always switch that prompt every seasonally. Like when I'm doing one of my challenges, I'll say like, hey, do you want to register for this? So right now I think what is on there is the same thing that I'm offering to the listeners, the list of self-care practices to oh, get yeah, started. I'm really signing up for that too. Yes. So we will link the list that she's talking about uh, and it has the five pillars um, that she's briefly been talking about on this episode. So I will link that in there for anyone who wants to download the list. I've downloaded it. I've looked over it. I'm going to try my best. Like she said, to set a timer and do some of these things and some of the things you may already do, like take a drink of water, not wine, but water. Um, (laughs) Or I don't know, maybe take a drink of wine. Maybe that'll help you. (laughs) Um, I'm not the professional here, so don't listen to me. I'm just throwing stuff out there. But um, yeah, so I will link that. So anyone who listens can go ahead and download um, this self-care ideas for moms. So that will be out there. I'm also going to link the Facebook group um, and 
uh, the website as well. So all of those resources will be in the bio of this episode for anyone to click on and take a look at. Um, and, you know, that'll all be out there for you. So, Nicole, do you have any other questions? Ani, do you want to add anything that maybe we didn't cover? Um, one of the greatest, I want to, well, Nicole, do you have any other questions? <laughs> I guess I shouldn't jump in right now. Oh, no, no, go right ahead. No, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say was one of the um, best ways to practice self-care is to practice self-compassion and to notice how you're talking to yourself and really work on reframing. The, so I have a, one of my programs is Quiet the Inner Mean Girl and really oh. being aware of what she's saying to you. What are those inner thoughts and those self-doubts and what's coming up for you? And again, getting in touch with those, you know, what are those thoughts and how is she affecting you? What are the feelings that you're having? And working towards reframing that and talking back to her and telling her like, you know, really treating yourself with the great, giving yourself grace, forgiving yourself and treating yourself with compassion. That's one of the biggest ways that you can practice self-care that's going to have the most profound effect. I think that's such great advice too, because I know, especially at least for myself, like I do not accept anything but perfection from myself. And I set myself up for failure by doing that so many times. And I just need to get out of that habit. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause we can be, we are our own worst critic. We can be yes. so hard on ourselves, and uh, it's important to recognize that and start taking steps to to change it because it's not serving you. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. And you know what? Like you, it was funny that you were, it's not funny you were saying it, but um, you know, get rid of the mean girl inner voice. Mine, my mean girl just turned really old and she's like, it's, it's like 10 times worse than it was when I was in my twenties and my thirties. Mm-hmm. And like this lady is like a cranky, cranky, cranky woman. <laughs> it's funny but not funny (laughs) no but yeah yeah and it's like I can't get this like my inner self is like you can't walk that you're too old now you your knees are going to give out for you girl your knees are going to give out you know she holds you back (laughs) I know And, and, and she's like making my like um, my self-confidence and she's mm-hmm. making me have really low self-esteem. Wow. Right. This episode is making me open my eyes. I'm calling Nancy tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that we've inspired you. To- <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's Plus, awesome. Maybe she'll help me make- I haven't talked to her in like eight years. Plus, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I- but it might help me because you know just listening to like what you've been saying all day I'm like oh my gosh she's describing me to a T and I'm really stressed (laughs) out I'm about ready to pull my hair out my child is he's not a child anymore he's 22 and you know all (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. I get it (laughs) yeah it's like that's my thing too like my son um just turned 18 he's graduated from high school and he's getting ready to go off into college and so my husband and I are finding ourselves he we only have one child and so my husband and I are finding ourselves like we have more time with each other than we have 
you know, in a, in a, in a long time. And it's like, well, what do we like to do that doesn't require being a parent? And so, right. you know, and so that's a difference for us as well. And so we're trying to like reacclimate ourselves into being Nikki and Josh instead of mm-hmm. mom and dad, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Oh, empty nest syndrome, isn't it? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, he still lives here. It's kind of fun, he's though. Not here. Kind of fun to be able. To... Yeah. Oh, yes, it is. It's kind of. It, it's like you're rediscovering yourself because you know, yeah. you you know, your kid is eighteen, so you've been f- primarily, you know, laser focused on them for eighteen years, and now it's like, now I'm Nikki, but I am forty year old Nikki versus right. you know twenty two year old Nikki. I don't even know what forty year old Nikki but- likes to do. <laughs> about it is Nikki I mean I maybe maybe I'm just like just me experiencing it but like yeah when my son turned 18 I thought the same thing as well oh no 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 it gets worse as you get into their 20s because it's like when they turn 21 is my son gonna go and then you get anxiety like is my son gonna go out drinking to the bars and then he's gonna have a car accident and blah 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 blah. oh no yeah I I hear you there I'm not gonna worry it's just different worries yeah. yeah, and it's weird. It's very weird. It's like, why can't I have my cute little cuddy kid who used to call me mommy but not bro? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just, you know, cuddle with me and say, I need you or I love you. Now I don't feel needed anymore. Yeah. No, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's my feeling. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so weird, Nikki. It's really weird. Yeah. So weird. I, I keep my- joking with my because I've got 23 and 19 year old are my okay. two oldest. And I had um ordered some books and I shot, I took a picture that I keep joking with them because it's like, um, what's it called? It's right on my dress. It's something about relationship with your adult children. And oh. I'm like, I need to learn how to relate to you guys now that I'm now that you guys yes. are adults. Yeah. Because it is like it's like kind of trying it's- to figure out because every season or every stage of like motherhood comes with different obstacles or comes with different like things you need to figure out like even day to day some of the seasons right so now I'm like I'm in this whole different season with my older kids and I'm like how you know how do how do I do this and trying to figure out you know and I doubt that books are gonna really give me the answer but so that's why I just keep joking to them. I'm like, oh, we're, our relationship's going to be so good, guys. Just wait. You just <laughs> that's wait. Great. That's that great. That's great. Now you give me inspiration. Just close your eyes. <laughs> me inspiration to do that with my son. Find a book that says, how do you communicate with your 20-year-old? Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Motherhood. Wow. Oh. Right. <laughs> They weren't kidding when they said it's forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's quite the journey. It is quite the journey. That's for sure. Yep. Well, ladies, this has been an awesome chat. Like I said, I've been waiting. Well, it's been a long time <laughs> since we scheduled this chat. Um, so I've been waiting for it ever since then because I knew it was going to be good. Girls it has have- been good. It's been fantastic. Therapeutic. Um, Yes, very therapeutic. So I very much appreciate you coming on and speaking with us. I hope our listeners get a lot of helpful insights. I know Nicole and I sure did. At least it sounds like we did. Um, so yeah, I very much appreciate And yeah. you have to come back. You have yeah. to come back. 
Yeah, maybe I'll come talk about the the meat the mean girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or cranky old ladies that are our mean girls. Yeah, the cranky old lady. <laughs> we'll be like the golden girls. Maybe um, I need, the need to rename it. Yeah. As long <laughs> as I could be, as long as I could be like a, you know, a Sophia, I would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh. <laughs> But well, this has been well, a great chat. You. you guys have a great night, okay? You too. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks. Bye.